ओं भद्रं कर्णे शृणियाम भद्रम पश्येक्षभ स्थिरंगुष्टुवागुम सस्तनूभि व्यशेम देवितयदायु स्वस्ति न इंद्रो वृद्धश्रवा स्वस्ति न पूषा विश्वेदा स्वस्ति नस्ताक्ष्यो अरिष्टनेमि स्वस्ति नो बृहस्पतिर्दा वेदातज्ञान वेदात विज्ञान सुनिश्चिताशुद्ध सहलोकेशु परातकाले पीपुल नॉलेज suspended so that they are not active active means what they are not in the way of the knowledge so shuddha satva aha which is both a product of the knowledge and a preparation for the knowledge otherwise there is no uh, what is the shuddha you know so shuddha means the antakarana shuddhi is being talked about here where the strong preferences for these three things which we saw in the last verse what are they Strong preferences oh, for what? Oh, low kaishana. Vittaishana, uputraishana, and vittaishana. These strong preferences for these three things, progeny, wealth, and various fields of experiences to keep roaming around, come in the way of one's desire for the knowledge. So when you give up those desires. then what happens is there is a shuddha sattva a is a place which is just available for learning because the the dire pressure created by these desires are absent and so the desires are all focused towards finding out the truth of oneself because that is the ultimate desire there is no other desire really even through wealth you are seeking the self even through you know lokas you are seeking the self even through putra progeny you are seeking that alone so these are the shuddha sattvas for whom the desires no longer create any pressure and then what happens parantakale antakala is the end of the body of of the regular jivas that is called antakala good old time of ram naam satya hai you know where the body is put in the ground under the ground or put on the pyre and then what happens to those people it's re- is it really antakala no 
the sukshma sharira what is the sukshma sharira the subtle body travels and traveling 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 what does it do according to its vasanas according to its karma it goes to various places and having gone to various places what does it do it just goes takes on another body and then after that what does it do take on another body another body we can be here all all uh, the whole time today and still keep on you know it will not be ending it's an endless life so that is called antakala because it's not really the end it's an end of a particular form and a name but it's not the end so what is the end then parantakala where you know that you are para and so that antakala is very different because what happens is that there is no coming back because the subtle body it doesn't have the driving force of desires because all desires are really to know oneself we have established that we have seen that all desire is for the limitless and that limitless being yourself once you know that once you enquire into the nature of the desirer the desires do not have the desires become vibhuti vibhuti means glories because one can argue lord krishna also has desires you know how because he is always playing this uh, you know <laughs> flute without flute you can never see him. see him pitambaradhari he likes yellow color always yellow he is wearing and dancing with all these you know gopikas the milk maids and all these people he is dancing he's got uh, you know plus also he's got another fetish what is the other fetish peacock feather fetish <laughs> he is always sporting a peacock feather that's the very idea sporting yeah that is where the the secret is sporting means if you take away the peacock feather from lord krishna he will not be sunk into despair if you confiscate lord krishna's flute he is not going to be suddenly sad he is not going to say i just you know cannot live with this peacock feather i cannot live with this uh, flute without this flute without this flute i am adhura what is adhura half yeah i need this we have to go to the mall and buy a new flute immediately he is not going to say that this is where similarly in the gnani the desires become vibhutayaha glories so fulfilled okay unfulfilled no problem at all so this is why the sukshma sharira is not a loaded sukshma sharira which has to act up and then get reincarnated which forces the reincarnation because the sukshma sharira is the storehouse of uninterrogated desires and those desires are uninterrogated because one has not enquired into the nature of one's own self and if you haven't enquired into the nature of own self what happens then you you keep desiring all the various kinds of useless things and those useless things become the the force for creating the new incarnation you know you keep saying ice cream ice cream ice cream ice cream ice cream when what happens next life i've told you huh what happens yeah <laughs> yeah you scream for ice cream next life you work in baskin robbins which is the ice cream shop you know how many 31 flavors they advertise so after 3 days you get free ice cream you're sick of ice cream this is you don't want to look at ice cream your whole incarnation you know yeah 
or you are born as a milk bacteria because if you <laughs> it's called listeria yeah and then you bother other people after going and sitting in their intestines you become a milk bacteria not the good bacteria that makes yogurt and all for that also some extra punya is required <laughs> but you become the incarnation that exhausts other people's papas ayyo rama this is a big thing yeah so the force of the desire is what may, keeps the, the and the self ignorance uh, see there are two aspects to self ignorance one is i don't know myself even dogs can say i don't know myself you know that doesn't create problems the problem is if i don't know myself i have to have a posturing i am educated i am suited booted and tied up i have a i have a job i have a family there's nobody you know like my child my son my daughter my you know parents my lineage these all become the the identity of the person are they not the identity of the person they are the secondary identity of the person the primary identity of the person is brahman brahman plus family brahman plus education brahman plus suit coat and tie brahman plus you know all these things it's like infinity plus a little ornament it's not going to make any effect on the infinity so then if i don't know that i am this limitless then i take myself to be what i am not the first problem is agrahanam the second problem is called anyatha grahanam in the animal world you find agrahanam but only for human beings there is anyatha grahanam yeah the second portion of ignorance taking not knowing who i am a costly mistake but an even costlier mistake taking therefore taking myself to be what i am not very boring and this is what happens this is why the the incarnation is being forced because i in this life one has taken oneself to be what one is not and so then because one has taken oneself to be what one is not one is keeping on looking for avenues to fulfill all these various desires because the desires comes because we don't know what, what one is one doesn't know and to fulfill the desires new new incarnations are waiting you know from listeria to hysteria everything is <laughs> everything is waiting yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so what do you do you know and so that's why the paranta kala means that there is nothing to come back everything is resolved that is what makes the antakala into paranta kala because the uh, the 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 basic desire has not morphed into various other desire the basic desire is i want to be free moksha that is the basic desire so the the intense longing to be free and the proper effort towards gaining this freedom the knowledge those two things being there then that longing is fulfilled when when is the longing to be full free to fulfilled here or in heaven here that is what is called jivan mukti yeah otherwise if you wanted to go to heaven you should just be going from heaven to heaven you know wow this human life is a big detour or what so much for all those theologies that say the point of life is after life if the point of life is after life what's the point <laughs> what's the point of life we don't say that we say that the point of this life is to know that there is uh, the after life is also this life the before life is also this life the past and the future are all raveling in the now and uh, as we have seen many times before if you have regrets from 20 years ago when are you regretting them 
And if you are worried what will happen to me 20 years from now, will I have money for retirement? You know, will I have, you know, people around me? Will I be all alone? Will I have a house? If you are worried 20 years hence, anxious. When are you anxious? No. Where is the past? You know? The, one, the, the person of knowledge makes a repast out of the past. Yeah. Heats it up. Swallows it in the in the wake of the now, in the wake of knowing that one is is right now. And so here we are talking the at the end life of the person of knowledge, and the person of knowledge at the end, you know, the, the, the body dies and the body goes back to the gross five elements, the mind and all the sukshma sharira, the subtle body, which is powered and fueled by desire. That's how it's got a little jetpack of vasanas, that's how it travels to various lokas and takes on another body. But that jetpack is not there. There is nothing to propel it. The, in fact, the Sukshma Sharira resolves. And what is the Sukshma Sharira composed of? It is composed of the, the subtle elements. So it goes, the gross body grows back to gross elements. The subtle body, Nivartate, you know, goes back to the subtle elements. Then there is a third body. What is that third body? Causal body. Karana Shariram. And what is this Karana Shariram comprised? What does it comprise? Ignorance. What kind of ignorance? Self-ignorance. What other ignorance is there? Really? <laughs> Only one when is one when when one is ignorant, one thinks there are many kinds of ignorances. But the, really, the main thing is self-ignorance. So the self-ignorance fashions the bodies. That is called Karana Shariram. Another, the causal body is nothing but the body of ignorance about your, that you are not the body. That is the causal body. And the causal body not being there because the self-ignorance has been eradicated. It is called Parantakala because that person while alive is, was being worshipped as, as an incarnation of Brahman alone. Atmagyam hi archayet bhuti kamaha. It is written in the end of the Mundakopanishad. May the desirers of any anything, even the material things, go and worship someone who knows the Atma, who is the teacher of the Atma. Please worship. And why is this given? This is given because the teacher of Vedanta does not want anything for themselves. So if they don't want anything for themselves, what happens? They, they become a altar of surrender for other people who want things. So whatever other people say, oh, please give me this, please give me that, just like you go to the altar of Bhagavan and you can confidently offer 108 laddus, right? Why can you confidently offer? Because you know that Ganesha is not going to eat even one of them. Yeah, all will be left on the plate for you. Yeah. You know, in 1990s, Ganesha started to drink milk everywhere it became and it was cute because it lasted 10 days. Already people were getting worried. What if he drinks all the time? Where will we go? <laughs> if Ganesha says five, six laddus, I'll leave, leave for this uh, fellow and the other 103 I will have. Next day, nobody will make 108 modakams. Yeah. So, because Ganesha has total vairagya, samagram vairagyam, because it is a, it is because he has all knowledge. Bhagavan has all knowledge. The all knowledge brings in all vairagya. Similarly, the jnani here described has all knowledge and all vairagya, therefore becomes an altar for other people's prayers. 
And if your prarabdha does not oppose that, then it may come true also. If the prarabdha is not what is called prabala prarabdha, you know, even for medicine to work, the prarabdha must be there. Even for desires to be fulfilled, that prarabdha must not oppose it too much. So if it is not prabala prarabdha, if it is not too much forceful prarabdha, the prayer works. The jnanis, uh, the, the, you, when you pray to the jnani, it becomes a sankalpa. And then after the body of the jnani dissipates, at the time of the death of the body, then the jnani continues to be an altar of surrender for other people. So uh, while the person was alive, worshipped as Ishvara, after the person's body passes away, still worshipped as Ishvara. Te Brahma Lokeshu Vishanti. Vishanti doesn't mean enter, although the word wish means to enter. But here, it is not enter, it is become, you know, they know that they are one with Brahman. And Brahma Lokeshu, is that plural or singular? Plural. How many, how many Brahmans are there? One. Yeah. Even that one to know, it takes several lifetimes. <laughs> and here, Brahma Lokeshu, Brahma Lokeshu Vishanti Parantakale, what does this mean? Well, it's a Brahmaiva Lokaha, Brahma Lokaha. You know, it's not Brahmanaha Lokaha, it is not sixth case. That the loka of Brahman we should not we should not take. The loka that is verily Brahman, like that. Karmadharya, Brahmaiva Lokaha, Brahma Lokaha. And in this loka that it is it is transformed into plural. Because this loka, the, the, the Upanishad doesn't want us to think that this loka is somewhere there. Just like Bhu Loka, Bhu, Bhubaha, Subaha, Mahaha, Tapaha, Janaha, Satyam, these seven up are there. Seven lokas up, better than this. That is called seven up. And, and then the seven down are also there. What are the seven down? Atala, Vitala, Sutala, Dharatala, Rasatala, Mahatala, Patala. These are the seven down, meaning... From the standpoint of Bhuloka, from the standpoint of where we sit, there are six other better Lokas and seven other not so good Lokas, correct? So then the eighth one must be Brahma Loka. No. That is why the plural is there, so that you don't think that it is going to some Loka because this, this Jiva is just a traveler, always wants to keep going somewhere. The Jiva has wanderlust. Yeah. That wanderlust should be converted to wanderlust. I wonder who I am. Then only the wanderlust will go and the person will, will, will be enlightened. So the jiva has, you know, this wanderlust. So therefore it is quickly made into Brahmalo Keshu. So that you see that everything that is here is Brahman alone. So the pot is Brahman, thought is Brahman, cat, mat, hat, rat. You know, everything is Brahman. So therefore... In that world alone, which was already described Nihitam Guhayam, which is available in the Buddhi as the content of every cognition. Because you see, in every cognition, there, is the, there are two things. There is something that is variable and something that is invariable. So what is the variable aspect of every cognition? The object, correct? Part. Thought of part, part thought, part cognition. And then... White rose cognition, a slightly bigger white rose cognition, you know, red rose cognition and then a slightly smaller pot cognition, you know, uh, which has a little flower. So, small flower pot cognition, right? So many cognitions, these are the objects of cognition are discrete, 
Yes or no? Yes. yes. What about the subject? What about the cognizer? No. Because in every cognition there is an invariable cognizer. So every thought of the discrete object reveals nothing but the invariable one who is the witness of everything. So therefore all these things, Brahma Lokeshu, these objects of cognition which is not separate from the subject, in that the person, Paramritaha, means having gained that limitlessness as themselves. First is Amrita. Amrita means a relative immortality, you know, after plastic surgery, you know, <laughs> you gain a new lease of life, <laughs> you know, you gain a kayakalpa, <laughs> so you gain a new lease of life and then after some, you know, you go join a gym and do some yoga and little less bhoga, little more yoga, then you gain a new lease of life, you know, this is what happens after the, you know, uh, after every doctor's visit, so we have the mm -hmm. Dr. Hari coming and telling us this is how you have to live and there is a new renewed uh, interest in, in becoming healthy and after all listening to all these talks, one gets extra enthusiasm and then you know, one starts to do all these things. That is called maybe Amrita, relative sense. <laughs> but here we are talking of Paramrita, from gaining which there is no, nothing more to be gained. Even facelift, they say you have to do every 5-10 years. Yeah. Because the face falls. Yeah. Opposite of facelift is what? Face drop. Yeah. <laughs> so it drops. So each time it drops, you have to lift it and prop it up with all kinds of stitches and, you know, things. And so the Paramrita means that which doesn't require to be fixed up because it is you. The only thing that doesn't require to be fixed up is you upon which the body-mind sense depends. And the body you maintain because it's a vehicle for moksha. That's what the Shastra says. Especially the human body you maintain because it is a vehicle for moksha. And then, you know, what happens is that you enjoy the body as long as it is to be enjoyed. When it is ready to drop, it doesn't come back. There is no force to get on another body. Paramrataha. Paritaha muchyanti sarve. Sarve te, who is this Sarve? AK, that was described as AK. A few. So, all of those few who have chosen this knowledge, Parimuchyanti, Paritaha Muchyanti, means all around they are free, completely they are free. The word Pari is a, is a Upasarga, is a prefix that shows completely. Parimarjanam, you know, the complete sweeping away. Parimojanam. The total freedom. Usually you have freedom, you know, you have freedom from the neighbor. Noisy neighbor. Why? Because you moved. Yeah. That is just called mojana within samsara. Then you have freedom from the boss. You didn't like the boss. Why? Because you changed the job. Then you have freedom from the significant other. Why? Because the significant dropped and only the person remained other. <laughs> but these are all temporary freedoms. Because after you move, what happens? The new house, there is a new neighbor. Yeah. Chitragupta always gets you. He is the lord of karma. Yeah, new neighbor, little more noisy than the old. <laughs> and in the new job, the new boss. You know, previously, male boss, 
now female boss or you can take it the other way around previously female boss now male boss only body has changed <laughs> the inner makeup of the boss exactly same exactly same means what exactly exacting of you exacting work this is what it is then you drop one significant and get another significant other then what same thing old wine inside another bottle why because certain karmas have to be resolved yeah certain karmas have to be resolved that's why in our tradition we know better you know it's not that somebody said oh divorce rates are low in india because you know everybody just is so passive and they just believe in karma and they just this thing no they just know better than to fight with fate that's all <laughs> they know better it is not out of passivity karma is not to supposed to encourage passivity it is a shock absorber yeah even if the shock happens to be the significant other it helps you absorb that shock this is what it is it helps you to grow despite living with that person you grow so in fact you have to be grateful to who you are married to because you are growing as a result of them and so this is what the whole thing is very beautiful it's such so beautiful so parimuchyanti is not just this temporary freedom freedom from mosquito freedom from you know uh, another biting individual freedom from bugs and bugging people this is not the freedom we are talking about parimuchyanti from where there is no there is no complaint at all because i have understood the nature of myself parimuchyanti sarve that is what the verse number 5 is then this is this upanishad is very interesting what it does is that it starts to teach meditation before the knowledge yeah so in some other upanishads general rule is first it gives the the what's its name the vision of the shastra it gives the vision of that wholeness it gives the vision of the oneness and having given the vision of the oneness of course the the murkha student who has not yet understood will raise the hand and say i know i am brahman but how to experience it and then the you know because they have not understood what this brahman is and that the brahman is not an object to be experienced but the very knower the subject the content of the knower no knowledge that is not understood so to prepare the mind further the meditation is advertised here ulta this is a different opposition here the meditation is advertised so that one can prepare for the knowledge so when the teaching is given it is understood so do you think the upanishad can bypass the need for meditation after giving the knowledge because it has given the knowledge of the meditation before no <laughs> so what does it do it sandwiches the meditation <laughs> between the knowledge in between the knowledge so you just like you have bread and inside you will put vegetables and you know subway yeah so <laughs> so inside you will have all these vegetables and all the things and a few jokes to to help assimilate you know and uh, like they put butter or something like that so the jokes help the assimilation of the all the whole thing so that you don't start hiccuping in the middle of assimilating this sandwich of knowledge so on either side there is meditation and inside the the main thing is given you know nicely packaged with the meditation 
It's a very beautiful method, very unique. In other Upanishads, it's not there. So you enjoy this now. Vivikta deshe Chasukha sanasthaha Chujissamagriva shirashariraha Nirudhya bhaktya svagurum pranamya yeah, since there was a little hesitation, we are going to repeat this. Vipikta deshe cha sukha sanasthaha Vipikta deshe cha sukha sanasthaha Shuchis samagri vashira shariraha Shuchisamagriva-shirashyamira-atyashramasthasakalendriyani-nirudhya-bhaktyasvagurum-pranamya-nirudhya-bhaktyasvagurum-pranamya-hritpundari-kam-virajam-vishuddham Vichintya madhye vishadam vishokam Achintya madhye manantarupam Prashantamam Vibhum chidanandamarupam adbhutam Umasahayam parameshwaram prabhum Trilochanam nila kantham prashantam Dhyatva munir gachati bhutayonim Samasta sakshim tamasaf parastat I was looking for the verb. Yeah, there's only one verb for all these three <laughs> verses. So until you get the verb, the sentence is not complete. So that's why these three have to be studied together. Finally, I got the verb in the second last line of the third verse. Gachati. <laughs> Finally, I kept looking. Where is it? Because it was Dhyatva having meditated, Drishtva having seen, having done this, having, you know, done that. But then finally Gachati came. Abba, this is how to this is how to do Padavicheda. This is how to understand Sanskritam. Uh, you catch hold of the verb. Gachati. Gachati means what? Goes. Goes. 
then on top of that word the, the, the verb then all the other things can be nicely put so then gachati begs a question what is the question you will ask kaha gachati who goes yeah who goes what cannot go because what is uh, inert who goes yeah so then who goes munihi gachati munihi mananashilaha the sage goes goes here means attains you know then then you can ask other questions how does the sage go where does the sage go what does the sage attain all these things comprise the next three verses so i'm going to jump around because there's only one verb it gives me the freedom to go all over the place so don't expect that it will go verse 1 verse 2 verse 3 we're going to jump around so that we can make sense grammatically and then make sense in the way of presenting the whole thing as well okay yeah so vivikta deshe vijanapradeshe is the example is the is the definition what is vijanapradeshe vivikta deshe what is vivikta deshe vijanapradeshe <laughs> yeah ekanta pradeshe means a place where there are not many people vivikta deshe and also it can mean that is our interpretation that's not exactly what it means vivikta deshe from which 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 you know which to which is the same root verb where the word viveka comes from so a after having discriminated and determined an appropriate place so vivikta deshe literally means appropriate place so what's going to happen if you sit down to meditate in the busiest room of the house dining room kitchen living room or right by the front door what will happen no meditation will take place yeah distraction will be more than the meditation so if you want to sit down for distraction you can sit down in in the chauraha chauraha means the where the four corners of four streets meet yeah then you sit down there you can do distraction you cannot do meditation and then vivikta deshe doesn't always mean you know vijana pradesha means generally that is the technical shastrik definition but it also means an appropriate place okay i'll sit and meditate in the garage why because nobody is there in the garage even the cars it's so crowded even the cars i'm keeping outside this is what happens with most people the car is outside and what is in the garage do not ask what is inside the garage yeah only two things are not there it's easier to ask what is not there lion is not there tiger is not there other than the two wild animals everything that is you know intractable and wild which does not fit into the house is in the garage that means what all the things i have trouble getting rid of is stored in the garage correct yeah. and if you go and sit there you know chilajina kushottaram so you you take one deer skin and, and then you take some you know kusha grass like the geeta advises in the 6th chapter same thing geeta has taken from kaivalya only samakkaya shirogrivam dharayan achalam sthiraha all this is from kaivalya only so there you go spread a mat and sit down in the middle of the garage what will come yeah asthma attack because of all the dust that's <laughs> that's what is going to come you're going to start sneezing because there'll be so many allergens garage nobody dusts correct so place where everything gathers dust 
And also, let's say you didn't have an allergy attack. You have a strong immune system. You didn't have an allergy attack. Sitting there, what will happen? You will look, oh, that one I bought when the child was three years old. Now, how old is the quote-unquote child? 23, that's all. And so, for 20 years, this has been lying there. Pram, you know, that, what is, what do you call pram in this country? Stroller, yeah. And then you look around somewhere there, something else, old something, which is not even being sold in the stores anymore because it is that outdated. Then you have a thought, maybe it's worth a lot of money. People think like this, old things, old yantras, all kinds of appliances in disrepair. Once this is what, this really happened. Somebody said, come see the house. We have purchased a new house. I said, okay, this back east. So I went and then I saw a curious thing because your new house means I'm hoping it will be empty, right? Because they are just moving in or they have just moved in. Not this family. Mm. Then they said, please bless the garage also. I had the shock of my life. I said, where are all these things coming from? Mm. Well, some of the, are the leftover building materials. Okay, but that's just a few, you know, pieces of wood, wood there. What is the rest of it? Rest of it has been transferred from the old garage of the old house. Yeah, seven toasters in a row. Do you have a toaster business? No. <laughs> then what is it? No, it may, I, I like to fix old things. So I may, it's a hobby. So all the old things I buy from other garage sales and put it in my garage. Mm -hmm. So in, if this kind of a place is your place of meditation, you know, one namaha is not enough. You have to say namo namaha, meaning this is it, you know. Yeah, because you will be reminded of all the old things. You will feel bad that you haven't cleared them out. Mm -hmm. And then the junk outside reflects the junk within, correct? Yeah, so this is what happens, there will be no meditation. So, vivikta deshe, like a place that reminds you and encourages you to meditate. And those places, Adi Shankara says in his Bhashya elsewhere, are two in number. One is a drishyaha. Drishya means where the river flows, where the grass grows, where the trees are there, where there is a nice mountain range like the Himalayas you know, sit by the bingni. That, that doesn't disturb. In fact, nature never disturbs. When I am faced with nature, I have a, you know, what is evoked in me is an objective, non-demanding person within me is invoked. So nature never disturbs. And if nature doesn't disturb, then, you know, I can sit by the water, I can sit by the mountain, I can sit in all these different ways. Vivikta deshe. And then what? You know, I have to go back. Yeah. Sukhasanasthaha. This is very important. Sukhasanasthaha. Sukhasanam. Asanam has two meanings. Asyate iti asanam. Asyate means that asyate anena iti asanam asyate means that upon which one sits asyate iti asanam which means the posture of sitting asyate anena iti asanam the seat itself so the seat itself in those days they used to put some grass kusha grass and then they would put deer skin not tiger skin Deer because it is gentle and calm. 
only lord shiva can sit on tiger skin yeah so dear because it is calm so that the dampness from the you know they used to meditate on the river side and all this so the dampness doesn't come they used to put that and then put a piece of cloth on it that was the asana and here in the modern day if one is feeling comfortable to sit in a uh, you know on the floor because here we have carpets we have so many things cushions etc so that's a better position or if that is not possible to sit on the chair no problem so that is one asana another is the posture itself sukhasana means a a a free asana which is comfortably uncomfortable because mm-hmm. if it's too comfortable what will come instead of uh, meditation mm-hmm. yeah nirvikalpa samadhi instantly sleep sound sleep and then you know sukhasana therefore is a free padmasana recommended sukhasana stha sukhasane tishthati iti sukhasana stha the one who is in that sukhasana what does that person do shuchihi shuchihi means clean so it's recommended that before meditation the shower be taken bahya shuchihi so that one feels clean and bahya shaucham is a reflection of antara shaucham so inside also one gets into a calm place where all thoughts of revenge and uh, difficulties are not are not kept on repeated in the mind all the difficulties one is having one is able to suspend that antara shaucham through puja that's why people do meditation in the puja room after puja because the puja has brought the mind to a certain ekagrata then after puja you sit quietly you sit in a place that that is meditative where lots of people are not going to come and disturb you and then how to sit is also given further samani griva shiram cha samani griva cha shiram cha sharirah shariram yasya samak griva shirash sharirah so the person is sitting in a one straight line with the head neck and back in one line and this is deadly otherwise because if you just start slouching what will happen sleep will come immediately it will come you try and anybody who has insomnia please meditate and immediately sleep will come <laughs> you know immediately sleep will come so then what else samakkaya shiro grivah then atyashramasthah sakalendriyani niruddhya bhakta bhaktyas vagurum pranamya so these three words atyashramasthah sakalendriyani niruddhya we will see later bhaktyas vagurum pranamya to start with a you know uh, to start with a silent prayer to your teacher it is recommended who is the teacher now mahavakya upadesha karta that is the teacher the one who teaches you about self knowledge that is what is the definition of the word guru in the in the in this very upanishad and in other upanishads also shishya is evoked in you shishya means humility shishya means teachability shishya means 
devotee. And so, before you would have interacted with the family and you know they would have driven you crazy so that all the roles would have been jumbled up son, daughter, mother, father, husband, wife all these things you know friend, employer, employee all these things so you it's all jumbled up and one doesn't know who one is and all this you have to entangle, disentangle the devotee from all this that is the core identity so when you say Svagurum Pranamya when the Upanishad says when you do a mental salutation to either Guru or Devata, your own form of Bhagavan. When you do that, usually both are recommended. That means that you let go of the other identities and reaffirm this particular identity. You reaffirm this identity. And when you reaffirm this identity, the devotee is invoked and you are finally ready for meditation. So we will try a little bit of what they are telling us to do and see what that feels like. You can, you can turn off the lights and we can do that. Sitting in a comfortable position, Sukham, Sthiram, Asanam, eyes are softly closed. Head, neck and back are in a single straight line. Nadi Shuddhi, alternative nostril breathing. Close off the right nostril with the thumb. Inhale, close off the other two, other nostril with the last two fingers. Exhale. Inhale again through the same nostril from which you have exhaled. Close that off and continue on your own pace. This is a very powerful practice that balances the hemispheres of the brain and it is recommended that one does this for six minutes if one can which is the time that the blood takes to circulate in the body.
breath is long, deep and silent. Next time you inhale through the left nostril, allow the hand to come down. This practice called Nadi Shuddhi is very important for inner Shaucham, calming the mind down allowing it to be present. Next I start by watching this body. I just witness the body. Head, neck and shoulders, I just watch. Front of the torso. Chest, stomach, abdomen. Back of the torso. Upper back, mid back lower back. I just watch. Right arm, elbow, forearm, fingers. I just watch. Left arm, elbow, Forearm, fingers, right leg, thigh, knee, calf, ankle, foot, left side, thigh, knee, calf, ankle, now I look at the whole body as though I'm sitting in front of a full-length mirror. This body is watched by I. Who is this I that is watching this body? Dehi 
watches deha the one who has a body watches the body who is this i who is the observer who is the meditator dhyata kaha who is the meditator from the body i move to gently watching the breath without changing the rhythm of the breath i just watch the breathing prana breathing prani the one who wields the prana is watching the prana prana makes this body alive but what about i the observer body dependent on prana i independent of prana i am independent of everything that i can see as an object that i can observe who is this i chidanandarupashivoham shivoham moving now to watch the mind let the thoughts come let the thoughts go i stay with the observer the one who watches the mind i am the witness of the thoughts rising and falling just like i was the witness a little while ago of the breath rising and falling if i can observe the mind who is i each time the mind goes away to follow the thought make it come back to the observer the witness the presence aham i and then i am able to observe the thoughts
and can see that I am a witness. Dhyata, the one who observes everything, including the body-mind senses, is the meditator. Dhyata. In this mind, quietened by watching, I place a simple mantra. Today we will just use Om Namah Shivaya. Shiva, that which is auspicious, which is the nature of myself. Om, a word for Bhagavan. A sound of blessing, Namaha, my salutations. I place the mantra in the mind. First, we will chant loudly, a little less loudly, softly, in a <coughs> whisper, and then mentally, and we will do a few rounds of that. Om Namah Shivaya, 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 Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya, 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 Om Namah Shivaya,
allow the chanting to come to a close. Chanter, chant. Chanter merges into the chant. The silence between two chants is nothing but the Swarupa, the nature of the chanter. Chant is consciousness, <coughs> silence consciousness, chanter consciousness. Eko Devaha Sarvabhuteshu Gudhaha Sarvabhyapi Sarvabhutantaratma Karmadhyakshaha Sakshi Cheta Kevalo Nirgunascha One effulgent consciousness in all hearts hidden all pervasive the truth of everyone and everything that which unfolds as the law of karma the witness of everything kevalaha that which is the only thing there is from which we have the word kaivalya oneness Onlyness, that which is free of all forms, all attributes, that is myself, that is the meaning of the word Aham, I. The non-wanting, self-contented I am I simply am Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om